Hi, welcome to episode one of the Music Gardener's Almanac, cultivating the roots and fruits of everybody music. Um, this one is out of chronological order. It's actually the second podcast I recorded back in June of 2019, but it kind of lays out the foundation of what I was trying to develop, which is this everybody music revolution. So here goes nothing. See what you think. Can everybody just like yell? Just yeah. To- yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So just to check the levels here. Okay. All right. So um, yeah, I, I just want to. It's like when 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 you. Um, don't need to sing, you feel like you, can, you can't. And the truth is, like, I think that we all really need to sing. Yes. I, it's gotten to the point where if we don't sing and be musical, be artistic, be true to our souls, it's not going to work anymore. It, it, it can't. It's, it's, we reach the end of that, where this privilege gives us this false sense of reality. And uh, so I just want to say that that it's not has nothing to do with our our you know race. It has to do with how we see our place in the world. And I, I, so I, I want to. We're going to do a little singing today. I'm sorry to to tell you that a lot of people get very nervous when they're asked to sing. I mean, we're going to see if what what happens. I'm giving you a little warning. Um, so and also thank you, Sheila, for. Uh, Talking about you know all hands A Z um, because I, I was gonna say something about that and um, that's really an important thing I I um, the last time I, I went down there and I, I spent the day with I'm just kind of reporting on some of the things that I'm doing and I'm gonna be doing so uh, we uh, went down there with the piano and with all the drums and everything, and we went to uh, All Hands, and we, um, and I, oh, that's what I was going to say, because I, I interviewed uh, Jen Buck, right, and uh, she talked about that, the stuff that you were saying, so like, if you want to, like, listen to what she had to say about it, you can go to the buildthebridges.rocks, I think that you'll find it there, or you can go to the Patreon site, and if you become a patron of patron of me, then um, you can hear this stuff too. That's another way. So, um, buildthebridges.rocks. Um, that's the website. Okay. So, um, and um, I'm starting a cross-country tour. It's called the Build the Bridges Tour, and uh, it's I'm going to leave on July 20. No, that's when <laughs> the first gig in New York is. And uh, so I'm leaving, I'm, I'm trying to get out by the 12th or something like that of July. And I have the piano is just sitting there right on the back of the van. I, I, I've like, I, I have a cargo carrier and I've managed to attach it in such a way that I can play the piano anywhere at all. Oh, so yeah. I, I can just go. Mobile unit. Yeah, mobile yeah. unit. Because it's an emergency mobile unit, so we we got to stop in. Emergency music. Yeah, and we got to rescue 
you know, and um, so uh, I'm just going to take this piano and I got musical instruments in there and uh, one of the things I'm going to be doing is I'm talking to this uh, Muslim woman who uh, also works with synagogues and we have a translation of the Build the Bridges song in, um, of course we have Spanish, which we're going to sing today, but uh, we have uh, Arabic and um, I just talked to one of my board members who says she thinks she can send me the Hebrew uh, translation. And uh, we got Russian, and somebody's working on Japanese. So, um, but what we, what we want to do is do the, uh, the Hebrew and the, the Arabic in, uh, in the mosque and the, and the synagogue, and maybe try to combine, you know, bring people to each of these things. So I, I'm going to talk to her later today and see what we can drum up. That's in New York. So, um, so I, I wanted to uh, get that out there because I completely forgot to include that in this little talk. So, because what, what the idea is, is that what I want to talk about is um, what I consider the newest music revolution, which is everybody playing music. It's everybody music which is different than folk music, which folk music is a genre, and it's, it was kind of created by the music industry, and it's a way to market, and it's, it's not really necessarily about people. Um, it's, uh, so I, I kind of, I feel like I don't want, it's not folk music, it's people music, and it can be, can involve hip hop, you know, it can involve any music that is accessible to everybody, and, uh, and invitational, inclusive. So, uh, and so, you know, you can cross all the genres with it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about like these music revolutions. Um, so one of the, you know, one of the early music revolutions was Baroque music. Uh, I consider it that way. You know, at the time, you know, it was a very long period that it covered, but it was very uh, uh, complex. It was, it was very... Uh, some people complained about it because it was too complex. And um, it had all these, you know, con contrapuntal melodies going in different directions and, and you know, the harmony, harmony, you know, they would have dissonance, which people, like, weren't used to. In churches and stuff, it was kind of, like, not cool to be dissonant with your music. And so, um, you know, um, it actually comes from a Portuguese word, bar baraco, um, meaning misshapen pearl. <laughs> um, and then, it, or some say it comes from the philosophical term baraco, which is, just has one less R than the other one. And that was used in the 13th century to, to describe a type of elaborate and for some unnecessarily complicated academic argument. So, um, and then, because, um, and there are reasons for this. Uh, culturally, the, 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 you know, music is just always so connected to the cultural, what's happening. And so, for instance, uh, jumping way ahead to uh, bebop. Anybody, like, listen to bebop jazz? It's intense, you know, it's like very complex complicated. 
And Charlie Parker would sleep in his clothes with his saxophone. You know, he'd, you know, that was his way. That was his ticket. Uh, and he would just practice all day long. And he would, you know, he, and he would, and it was a completely new form. Uh, you know, used a lot of the same, you know, theory theories that that classical music used, but it would put it in a different context. So. Um, you know, so these are a couple of examples, and, and then Bob Dylan, everybody knows about Bob Dylan going electric, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, he had to deal, like, people booed and, like... Yeah. So, Judas. Ju exactly, I was going to... Right, that was in my notes. Um, <laughs> someone shouted that, like, he, he, uh, he just powered through, you know, he knew that this is just what he had to do. And it's, it, now it's just normal. It's like, you know, music that has thoughtful lyrics that actually have, have come from a deep place and funkiness are now accepted. And so the idea, the point is, is that we, what we're uncomfortable with, we start to get comfortable with. Um, and... Uh, I'm going to give just one more example with jazz and Miles Davis, who uh, he was like kind of the opposite of Charlie Parker in the sense that he simplified everything and he would get um, harangued for staying on one chord. And uh, he, would, he, he did this what he called modal music, which, which would change, the chord might change by one, a half step, and you'd still play the same melody and it would create these interesting patterns and uh, so um, it was kind of like the opposite of also Baroque music and he was responding, he was creating some, a music that actually worked with the culture at the time and it changed the culture at the, at the same time so people, you could get funky and, and, and now I, I do, I play this music all the time I, 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 I actually, you know, sometimes I say, well, man, you sound like Miles Davis, except you're not playing the trumpet. But, um, and a lot of my friends, it's easy to play, actually. It's incredibly easy to play. And I could, you know, show anybody how to do it. And all you have to do is be funky, really. <laughs> so, um, and so the, the thing, the point of this is that... Um, What was my point? It comes from the people. It comes from the people, and it goes to the people. And, uh, um, let's see, if I look at my notes, maybe... So this is just a sprinkling of the many revolutions throughout history. So what they have in common is they tie to every, they're tied to as, every aspect of life. And this is what I feel about music. It's, it's just intrinsic to life. It's a... It's, it's part of our life. It's how we, it's animals do it differently, but it's still music because it's vibrations and, um, and it's, it, there's, a, there's a, a beat to it. And uh, so um, when you have a challenge, when you're challenged by something in music, it actually, if you put your attention on it, it affects your life and you heal because it's so connected. So like let's I had a student who uh, 
her left hand was just very had tr- just could had lots of trouble being able to play and and we realized that 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 um it um she had actually been hit on that hand um why do I start crying all the time um you know it's all very emotional to me she she uh she was hit by her piano teacher she was slapped by on her hand when she played like wrong notes or or something and so her hand just kind of like it just said no i'm not going to try anymore you know and so when we and it also it affected all all her whole sense of how she fits in with the world you know your hands are 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 have so much meaning and if your left hand is not allowed to participate it affects how you how you approach people and and the chances that you take so we started putting attention on it in a different way and it really i i saw some just huge changes in every everything so i always see uh these connections between music and life and it works both ways when you work on life challenges it affects your musical uh abilities and how you approach it and i i, I hate i i'm hesitant to use that word abilities because it's not really a great word uh it's just we have different ways of being musical and some people are just amazing uh, they can play 100 notes per second that's what, no that would be a 100 notes per minute um it's still pretty fast um so uh it doesn't really reflect true musicality because to me it's really about listening so um uh, so they they uh people have to adjust their ears to to these new kinds of music so when bebop came out it was like ah like too fast too crazy like in all these notes that didn't normally go together and people really it was it was so underground very few people really were digging this music and now we hear it all i hear it all the time i hear it on npr people playing this wild jazz um so we get used to it and that's how i feel about people music is that we're not used to the, the um the sound of people connecting through music the sound of people of people's hearts beating through music and and their connections and our soul talking through the music because we're so used to thinking of virtuosity we think of the ability to play complex music as an indicator of how musical you are uh so when you have a group of people and I and I did this I I had uh, the boys to to men boys we did a, like a little workshop and we made a cd and and it was like transformative the, the, these kids were like doing things that they'd never done before with with music and um the cd's that we made was really just for them um and people kind of were listening to it and they was like this doesn't this is not great music uh 
it didn't have what people normally connect with, with, with great music. To me, it was amazing music because I, it was, I'm used to it. I'm used to that connection. I'm used to having music be about connections. So, uh, uh, and this has been one of the challenges of my organization, Kamuziki, where music is the key to community. And I've, I've had trouble at Prescott College too with perceptions of what music is supposed to be. And so that's why we, we have to, like, you know, it's kind of like the Bob Dylan tour, where he toured all over Europe and got booed. I don't, I don't really get booed so much, but I get kind of like, eh, you know, not so into it. Um, and, uh, and, but I'm going to just keep plowing forth because I, I believe in it in the same way that he did and that Miles Davis and Bach probably. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to compare myself to Bach. You got that straight. But we, I do have that, the, the passion, you know, I believe in it. And I, uh, and I want people to believe in it with me. So, um, so you, 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 it's a listening with your heart, uh, listening um, to each other. So when two people are playing music together, they have to listen in a way that uh, most musicians aren't taught how to listen. And uh, so we already have a, a one-up on mus most musicians because we, as people, we've, we've lived our lives learning how to listen. And um, we can use that for music. So, um, and, and, and when you aren't confident, you kind of have to listen a little deep, more deeply. Um, so uh, I find that people who aren't used to playing music, when they are, when they take the chance and they we're doing it together, they're listening like no nobody's business. They're just like, like really opening up to it. Um, so um, so I want to I want to do a little people music with you guys if that's cool. You you want to? Of course. Okay. So. Um, one thing, you know, the thing is, is that our voices are our first instrument. We're all born with it, and it was probably as we were evolving the first instrument that, that we had as a species. So I like to start with singing, and singing is very much invoked. It's about breathing, really. So can we all just kind of like just relax? Stretch out a little bit, but you're. And if you if you want to stand, you can. Um, but you can just kind of like let it flow, and you know, tilt your head back a little bit. Look up at the sky, and just notice there's not a cloud in the sky. Wow. And just open your mouth and let the air come in. Let it fall into your body. Let it fall through your body. And just breathe. Singing is breathing. Let some sighs come out. And as you let a tone, let some tone. 
codes come up. So now we're listening and we're singing at the same time. And if you change the tone to like, now you start to notice there's a little back pressure. It's like blowing into a saxophone. When you, and so, like it's a little, you have to push a little bit. So, feel that push. Like, and, and notice that we all tend to sing we, uh, the same note or the part of the harmonic series um, the harmonic series every note in every planet on the whole universe <laughs> has the same harmonic series and they're, they're, they're notes and that's where we get our music from that's where we get our notes from. Different cultures do it differently, different ways. You know, we've kind of, in this one, settled on the, on the 12 tones, but it's not true everywhere. But they all, and they don't always line up exactly with the harmonic series, but. So, we got that going. Now, so like, can we just kind of get a little rhythm to it? Marching off the freedom land. Okay, now we're gonna do. Ain't gonna let fear of failure. 
Ain't gonna let fear or failure turn me around, turn me around, turn me around. Ain't gonna let fear or failure turn me around. I'm gonna keep on walking, keep on talking, marching off to freedom land. Now, what's the next one? I have to, I wrote these things down. I gotta keep clapping though to keep the groove going. Yeah, on the back beat, see? A lot of us aren't used to clapping on the back beat, but I feel there's something special about that back beat. It's like an answer. It's answering to the down beat. That's the answer of it. So, um, oh yeah, the old story, the old story. Like we all have our old stories, and they keep us from moving forward. So, ain't gonna let the old story turn me around. One, two, three, ain't gonna let the old story turn me around, turn me around, turn me around, ain't gonna let the old story turn me around. I'm gonna keep on walking, keep on talking, marching off to the kingdom land. Yeah. I heard some harmonies there. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that that's kind of, you know, we don't have to. Oh, what I wanted to do was, like, uh, maybe have a little conversation. So if there's any thoughts about what I was talking about, if anybody wants to either ask questions or about any of that stuff, or just what your thoughts are about people playing music and how we can change. You know, like, uh, my time down at the border was, like, would changed me forever, mm -hmm. and it's because I was playing music with people, nice. and um, and it made, it, it made me have a different way to look at my music, mm -hmm. and feel like less kind of possessive about it. Uh -huh. You know, more more like the music is there, and it's always available to me, and even like with a talk like this where. I'm not really used to like giving talks, mm -hmm. and I, I, I normally get very nervous when I'm not doing something I'm comfortable with, but music has become a thing that I really depend on, and I know that it's there for everything I do, whether, even if it's just talking, mm -hmm. because it, it is music. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, any thoughts? I have one. This is just what popped into my mind based on what you were doing. Have you heard of Sharon Katz and the Peace Train? She's a South African woman and she's in the States someplace, but her journey is also about singing. And she's, a couple months ago, she had a group that was singing at the border and they had people on the other side that were singing. It was supposed to meet. So there's other people. Yeah, I've heard a few things that we did at the border too where we had the border wall, we were, had a microphone, a wireless mic on the other side, and on, on, on the Mexican side, we had the speakers, and we had the people singing and playing together across oh, nice. the wall, through the wall. And, and there was a group, another group that did that from somewhere in Europe, it was a classical, they had written a piece for the border, and they did the same thing where they had musicians on both sides of the border. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I want to find out about this woman. It, yeah, that would be great. I just wanted to ask if there is a note 
that could consistently be a note used to communicate love, but can the same note also be hate? And then is it is that what you're saying? It's about the listening. Yeah, that, I mean that that's a really interesting point. Like, what is it? Is it the note, the, the frequency, the actual like, what that, or is it the way it's sung, or the way it's heard? that has carries the meaning because you can sing something that to some person might feel help hateful and another person might just feel real and so i don't i don't know the end but that's like a beautiful question does anybody have like Mark, an i was going to answer that with a, a sense of both I, I think you it's a combination of two people who might be considered to be opposite that are able to get together at, uh, with a certain note, even if the notes are different, and have the capability of understanding the, what you're hearing as well as what you're singing. Yeah, I mean, actually, it makes me think of a, an example. I'm going to give a musical example. Um, because I do believe that we all do have frequencies. Our, fre our frequencies change um, at different times. But, um, and, and sometimes we hang on to them. But let's say um, we have one person with this frequency, another person with this one, and they sing together. It feels it's dissonant because it's a half step away from an octave. But if you add in this note, then it sounds like this. <laughs> it's a major seven chord. And, it's, and um, I, I do believe so. Like, you could have two people in a room that are like this, right? And they're just like, ah! And then this person walks in. And then, did you ever, have you ever noticed that where somebody walks in and the whole vibe changes? Yes. And so, like, that's like, I feel like an example of how music and relationships are related. I love that chord. It's you can do, you can just do, I knew a guy that made songs with just nothing but major seven chords. You can just go. You know, you can, you can play any, any major seven chord with it. Yeah. Oh, I love your idea about the note and the vibration and what you just did with that. I just wanted to share that um, I taught uh, Arab students in the Middle East for 15 years, and one day, it was a holiday for the students, but not the, well, no, the students took the holiday, but the teachers had to come to work. Anyway, I went to class, and one girl didn't get the message. She showed up. All the students agreed that they would be absent, and the one student uh, stayed, and I said, well, let's just talk, and it turned out she was a music major, a voice major, and I said, well, I like to sing, so... I said, will you sing for me? And she did. And so she sang songs from her heart. I sang songs from my heart. It was one of the nicest experiences I ever had. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's great to relay these musical experiences. Yes. Yeah. Huh? I'll wait for Dale to bring me the mic. I just think that 
We just have to keep singing and we need to sing more. And that's why sometimes when we don't sing at fellowship, I feel bad afterwards because we didn't sing. And I and I and it's and I believe that even people that like Dale who are sure that they are not going to sing. Over there. They do sing in their hearts some way. Exactly. Yeah. See Even that? when we're not, yeah. when they're not actually singing, they're feeling it, it's, it's in there. Because I know he knows all kinds of stuff about music, about people, other groups and things that I forgot. And he remembers. And I know it's because it's affected him inside in some way. And so I just wish that we would all sing more often and more ways. And any activity that's done in the world should have a song with it. Somehow, everything that we do yeah. every single day should have a song. I believe that so strongly. And I wish we would do it. So let's sing. Well, let's see if, if Dale has anything to say about that. <laughs> There's a difference between will not and cannot. <laughs> Which one are you? Will not. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I, just... You and I have had this discussion a hundred times. Huh. I didn't say I cannot sing. I, there are some notes that I do not hear with defective hearing. But there's a difference between cannot, which means lack of ability, and will not, which means a personal choice not to participate. Okay. Well, I could ask you, you know, to clarify on why, but we don't have to do that. That's a personal thing. But um, uh, I wanted to... Um, God, I just can't... I'm so, like, I, I get these ideas, and then they're gone. So, but what, what you said just made me think of something really important. Oh, yeah, you know, about how... I really think that it's something that we've lost, but it's 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 just in our minds that because you people used to really like they'd barn raisings, you know, like people would sing, yeah. um, and and like I think like an example like chain gang. Have you ever listened to chain gang music? Mm -hmm. That's an example where people have to sing. Like they, they if they don't sing, they're gonna die. Yeah. And um, there's nothing else. And so uh, when people, when you have like something uh, that's challenging, you, you got to sing. And so it's, and, 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 and I think your point, I really agree with that it's, it's like gravity. It's there whether you believe in it or not. And the music is just, we're singing. <laughs> I'm singing right now. A lot of people don't realize that they're singing when they're talking. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's the difference, really? Like, why do we have to say, like, this is singing and this is talking? You know, rap shows us that they're, they're all the same, really, you know? And, and, and so, let's all sing. Yeah! Let's sing the Build the Bridges song. In Spanish. Yeah, we got it in Spanish. Well, first let's do it in English. Right. Right. Oh yeah, and so these um, t-shirts have the lyrics on the back. Oh, lovely. So, and he has them here if you want to buy one. Yeah, the, the t-shirts are in the back. And um, I'm going to keep this off. So um, the thing about the song, the idea of it is that it's every verse is 
exactly the same except for one word. So the first time it's going to love everybody even if they don't look like me, and the second one is think like me, and the third one is love like me. But you could do speak like me, you know, walk dance like, like me, me, dance like me, you know. Uh, Gonna build the bridges, take down the walls. Gonna build the bridges, not the walls, not the walls. Gonna build the bridges, take down the walls. Gonna build the bridges, not the walls, not the walls. Gonna love everybody, everybody I see. Gonna love everybody even if they don't look like me. Like me, look like me, don't build the bridges, take down the walls, don't build the bridges, not the walls, not the walls, gonna build the bridges, take down the walls, gonna build the bridges, not the walls, not the walls, we're gonna love everybody. Yes, you know, the song was first written 
at a Trump rally before, uh, in, in Prescott Valley. So that was 2016. Yeah. And you were playing there. Yeah. We went there, we brought our instruments, just figured they need some music. And, and uh, this people were shouting, build bridges, not walls. So we just started singing. And then we somehow the you made it up, basically. Yeah. But but you could say that Trump is a co-writer of the song. Yeah, he's my. He probably wrote the whole song. You should It's the greatest song ever written. Yeah, well, actually, Thanksgiving is when I went to Tijuana last time because it's when I get off at Prescott College. Uh -huh. So I had time off, and so my I I, oh, I expect to go probably to, to the border. Somewhere. So I'd love to, to yeah. you know, coordinate. I went down with Father Ricardo in February. Father Ricardo? From Tucson. Tucson, he's right. In his 80s, and what he is, is still, he was sneaking people across the border. I, I have a video, I videotaped him talking, and he's he's a mo monster, like in, in a good way. Powerful, <laughs> powerful person. He is jerk powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, you have all these translations. Uh, I know a lot of people who speak dialect, and there are a lot of people down at the border. So if you want a translation for this in dialect from you know Guatemala and they, a lot of it crosses. Like yeah, that. I mean I, I want it in every language. Okay, I'll get one for you. Yeah. <laughs> really? Seriously? Oh, I'm serious. Cool. Yeah. Some you know the hard part about the translation is you know words don't always line up across. No. And, no. and then Sorry. rhythmically it's hard to like this yeah. one. I had to like. Words in there. So it's, all, it's, it's a process. It's a process. But the, the Russian version, she did an amazing. We sang it to stay the night. Um, yeah, and that's a, you know. And so like the uh, build the bridges rocks. If you go to this website, you can see the video of all these different versions of the song stuck together. And so like we have the Russian, we have the Spanish. <clears throat> and just different groups of people singing down in Mexico, and you know, so. Uh, Go yeah. on your website. Yeah, so buildthebridges.rocks. Got rocks, is that what it is? Dot, dot rocks. Dot rocks. Dot rocks, like instead of dot com, it's dot rocks. Oh, I didn't know they had a Yeah, that's what confuses people, but hopefully they'll get used to it. You know, dot rocks. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna extinguish the chalice, and then you can play us something else out if you want, or we can just sing a few. Oh, sorry. Okay, now flip your words over on the back, and there's a chalice extinguishing, and the part that's in. In italics is your part, okay. and 
everybody's going to read the italics at the end. Me too. Okay. This is the message of our faith. To act with passion in the face of injustice. To love with courage in the midst of life's pain. This is the meaning of our chalice flame. May it empower our hearts until we are together again. And thank you to Eunice and Anne for our refreshments, and please join us after Jonathan sings us out, or whatever we do. And uh, thank you, um, Dale, for sound. Thank you. I don't know who was the... Did you do, you did the greeting too, huh, Ann? Yeah. And the passing of the basket. So thank you very much, and please join us in the back. And Jonathan, play us out or sing us out or do whatever you want us to do. I thought I'd do the song called Shake the World. Okay. So this one is, uh, you can um, sing along to, you know, shake the world, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's easy. Shake the world. Yeah, and then you can also, if you want to just do, like when I go, whenever I say shake, you answer with shake. So I go, I say shake. Shake. Like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Call you mom.